Welcome to Couch Buddies. I'm Kia. And I'm Michelle. And it's once again Christmas time. Woohoo! <laughs> um, we, we had plans for something else, and unfortunately, streaming. Stre- streaming ruined those plans, and we got this movie instead. <laughs> We're covering the Netflix original movie, Operation Christmas Drop. Operation Christmas Drop is a 2020 movie. Uh, it stars Cat Graham, Alexander Ludwig, Virginia Madsen, Tre- uh, Trezo Maharo. Uh, Aaron and Aaron Douglas, I mentioned simply for my own benefit. Um, it was directed by Martin Wood, who I Martin Wood is a director that I know very well. Martin Wood, and this is going to be relevant to what we're talking about. Martin Wood directed 47 episodes of the 213 Stargate SG-1. Okay, uh, and he also directed a number of Stargate Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that will become relevant later. He also directed show like ep- shows of episodes like Travelers, Sanctuary. Like all the he's, sci-fi. He's a Canadian director. However, he's also directed nine Hallmark movies. <laughs> I think five of them are the Candace Cameron Beret mystery movies. Uh, he's also directed episodes of Wind Calls the Heart, Cedar Cove, and Virgin River. So Virgin River is a Netflix show, but he's he's a Canadian. They're director. very yes, and and also he's very familiar with Hallmark because. Because um, Hallmark is essentially like it, it, like it's a Canadian industry at this point. The writers for this movie, Greg Rosen and Brian Sawyer, have written t- written together for a long time, and they have written more than twenty Hallmark movies, as well as three or four Lifetime movies. So, like all together, they've written, I think, probably close to thirty Lifetime and Hallmark movies. I like, will say, like the romance movies. I will say this one wasn't like as but it does to me that explained this whole movie oh it absolutely did um it has a 54 percent rating on rotten tomatoes (laughs) and a 5.9 out of 10 on imdb that's honestly higher than i thought it would be on imdb yeah um yeah if if you guys haven't seen this on netflix yet um the synopsis is a by the book political aid falls for a big-hearted air force pilot while looking to shut down his tropical base and its airborne christmas tradition now, Operation Christmas Drop is a real thing, and mm-hmm. they, they talk about it in the movie, and and the things they say in the movie are completely factual. Yes, and I appreciated that aspect. Here's the oh, other thing in it with with Martin Wood. Like this is why I say it's mm-hmm. it's relevant. Stargate SG One is uh set with the Air Force, like yeah. specifically like Richard Dean Anderson's character is an Air Force Colonel, and mm-hmm. and they actually worked with the American Air Force. Mm-hmm. So Martin Wood is very familiar with that type of thing. So I was like, okay, I appreciate that because they actually filmed on the real Anderson Air Force Base in Guam. They're the mm-hmm. first first movie to ever do something like that. Like yeah. all that kind of I appreciate a lot of the things about this movie. Yeah. It's a shame that the story did not live up <laughs> to what it could have been. Um in my opinion. Uh, also of the of the cast, I mean Virginia Madsen is is famous. Oh my god. I um, I love yeah. Virginia Madsen. Uh, Kat oh Graham, God. we we've talked about her before. I'm not gonna lie. I, okay, this movie not great. It is vastly superior to the other garbage yes. Yes, Christmas yes, yes. movie she did for Netflix. Yes, yes, yes. I really thought this was gonna be like year two of dunking on Cat Graham for Netflix Christmas movies. And, and I hope it's not. We'll see. Um, and then, but Alexander Ludwig, who plays the male lead. He would be more known to people for playing Kato in the Hunger Games. <laughs> that is the guy. Like he's, if you've seen the Hunger Games, which I know some people have and some people haven't that have mm-hmm. done this, he's kind of the last man standing against Katna and Peta in the first one. Yeah, like Katniss and Peta. I think I said Katna, whatever. You said Katna, whatever, it, whatever, Everlark. 
he's the he's the last person standing against them uh, at the end, and she has to kill him because mm-hmm. he's going to kill Peta, and so she kills him. Yeah. So like, I I knew his face immediately. It's weird to see him, you know, so many years later and see him as an adult rather than like a he's supposed to be sixteen, seventeen in <laughs> in uh in the Hunger Games. So I'm like, this is this is strange. But it but like mm-hmm. I thought he was very charming. But yeah. um and then the reason I mentioned uh Trezo Maharo is we've covered a movie with him before. That's Joker in this movie. Uh he oh, yeah, is yeah. Lucas on To All the To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Right. Which is the the best friend. Mm-hmm. Becomes the best friend. Uh, and then Aaron Douglas is the mayor. And the reason I specifically mention him is he is a like Vancouver actor. Oh, sci-fi legend almost like he has he, most famously he was in Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Uh, as chief chief. Ty- oh, Tyrell. Oof. don't don't quote me on that. But he's the chief. And then he's also been in like so, uh, so, uh, can't speak. He's been in Supernatural. He's yeah. been in if it filmed in Vancouver, he's probably been in it. And so, like, once again, it's very it's a very Canadian Vancouver movie yes. for something filmed in Guam. Uh-huh. It's a very, like, I was like, that's, because I expected it to not actually be filmed in Guam. So when I looked it up, I was like, oh, <laughs> some of my, I take back some of my opinions then. I had some opinions, and I take them back, because you actually filmed in a real outdoor market. I, yeah. I appreciate that. I thought it was a set. 100% thought it was a set. <laughs> I just did. There, yeah, there's some, some, like, a few places have that, that kind of quality, but there, there are also a few places, because Mm -hmm. I've, like, I have so many members of, like, my family who are in various branches Mm -hmm. of the military, like, I actually have, like, a cousin, the one, like, I've talked about, like, I, you know, go to, like, dinner at her house sometimes, like, she was in the Air Force, and, and then I know a bunch of people from high school who who went into various branches of the military yeah like and so yeah so like you know i've i've visited some bases here and there for various Mm -hmm. things and like when he's taking her to like her quarters Mm -hmm. stuff like that i'm like oh this is a real base well and the house he lives in is the real operation christmas drop house yeah like i said operation christmas drop is a real thing it's yeah i've got details on it yeah it's like the longest running humanitarian yeah uh a military thing i think it's really cool yeah um i think my church may have donated to it when i was a kid like i vaguely remember doing something of that yes vaguely it's been a number of years and now and i went to a southern baptist church and if you don't know they have 500 different things that they oh that they you know that they do for for like humanitarian child yeah child and stuff like that so yeah they do all kinds of different stuff so yeah. my brain is like i remember i think doing something for this oh i my church um, definitely did it was either my church or it was my school like yeah. it could have been either but yeah so church like, school like like yeah the college we went and, to and i mean been, like, they were always doing something like it's been running since like the 50s Yes. So it's it is like longest it's running. Like a, it's a seventy year tradition. Yeah, it's I I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. I would have almost enjoyed less of the which we're gonna get into. I I had some major problems with the congresswoman and her oh yeah political ideals because she's an idiot. Okay, <laughs> like, yes, but for a couple also, different things. There's also like a part of me that I'm like, why did this have to come out in 2020? <laughs> right. No kidding. <laughs> like at a point where like. I am so sick mm-hmm. of like, I, like I'm. It's like, 
it's it's like it's like the John Mulaney joke of like I didn't particularly care about politics, and then 2016 happened. The horse in the hospital. Yeah. Yes. We the horse know. in the hospital. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, if you haven't seen it, the watch horse in the John hospital. Talk about the horse in the hospital. Um, and you know, it's like I I was always like vaguely aware of politics, but yeah. it's it's definitely not been until the last four years, and also like I hadn't really been like living on my own the last yeah. election cycle and. And all that, so like I just didn't particularly care. And now that you know, in the past, you know, within the past four years, it's like now like all kinds of like Congress people and you know, like everybody's on Twitter now. So it's like you're getting everybody's like opinions on everything all the time. And so I'm I'm much more like not into politics, but like I'm much more aware and I pay attention to shit. And I like. The week of the election, because we're recording this after, yeah, after the the 2020 election. That whole week, I was a fucking wreck, <laughs> and and so the you know we're we're a little ways past that now. Yeah. And I was like, like I just had I was like, okay, like great, just a mindless Netflix Christmas movie. God damn it, son of a bitch! <laughs> like, and, like I'm gonna have opinions. We're gonna get into it, but I think as just someone watching. Her talking about how the humanitarian effort looks bad. I was like, are you stupid? Like, if you present the actual facts of what's happening, go back and negate the piece that, yeah. got, re- that got reported. You could go back and report the actual facts. And it looks amazing. Like, it, well, it's the, not, what, it's, what it all comes down to, and it because it, it takes quite a ways into the movie oh God, before you actually long. before you actually get to like what the crux of the matter is yeah is that they need like they have to cut mm-hmm. three bases yeah they they have to they have to close or like downsize like three mm-hmm. bases cut spending cut spending and they've already got two of them and they've already got they've already got two of them decided so now they're like they just they need the third one and the one and, up is her, in her and district and there's one one of the one of the bases on the short list is in her district and so she's doing everything she can to make like to make sure another base gets cut and, so that hers will stay open well, because it's be- better for her district and she's become the head of that yes, and she is she is the head of the this committee relocation and uh, closure commission yeah a realloc- re- reallocation, yeah. realignment, and realignment. Right. I wrote it down, but yeah, like I, there's just certain parts where she's talking about the optics, and I'm going, yeah, but okay. I mean, I get some of what she's saying, but some of it, I was just like, I can't buy the way she's going about mm-hmm. some of this. Like, also the fact that she tried to shut it down the day of. That is not how anything works. No. It, budgetary, it would have already been done. It yeah. would be the next year's. Because I was super confused when she when she was like, I told you to stop this. And I was like, what? But it's it wouldn't be for – like, yeah. it didn't even occur to me that they would try to do it for this year's Operation I was like, that makes zero sense. Yeah, I know. Also, my husband sent me an XKD con- <laughs> uh, XKCD uh, thing the other day. And yeah. Is this set in 2020 or is this set in 2019? Because there's no masks. So are we supposed to believe these people are? Oh, are, I assume it's 2019. But and he sent me this this cartoon and it literally is like movies have changed forever now. Because it's like, oh, it's set present day. Are we supposed to believe it's set pre-2020? Like yes. 2019 earlier? Or are we supposed to believe these people are really irresponsible? Like, which it's. No, 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 no. Basically. It, it just makes me laugh. I'm, like, okay, I'll be no. doing every movie from here on out in my future because that way. Th- no, the way that, the way that it's going to happen is that narratively in movies, 
movies are either going to be specifically about the pandemic. Yeah. And so everybody in the movie will be wearing masks. Well, except for the dumb people who think it's political. Uh-huh. Um, that's a whole soapbox for me. But anyway. Seconded. Um, <laughs> It's either going to be specifically about the pandemic in which everybody will be wearing masks or it will completely ignore it. True. Yeah. But yeah, so like I said, the the thing with, like I said, I really enjoy Martin Wood directing. So I'm, I wanted to like this movie because I love Martin Wood. Yeah. Okay. I I wanted to. I don't hate the movie. I don't hate it. I I mean, it's definitely better than many movies we've watched. Is it better than Babes in Toyland? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so this movie. <laughs> okay, this should give you an indication. Like, we don't hate the movie. We don't love the movie. I kind of nothing in the movie. I kind After... of, I kind of nothing in the movie. I will say, like the the one thing about this movie that stirs any level of extreme emotion in me. Like, I, I for the most part, I feel no extreme love for the movie. I feel no extreme hatred, mm-hmm. except for one thing, and that is the goddamn CGI gecko. Yep, and we're gonna get to that. <laughs> We're gonna. We are. swear gonna get to that. You um, brought. You brought it up at the D and D table, and I, I want. I wanted I, to throw your kitchen chair. Yeah, I wanted to throw things at the TV when it happened. I went, "Why?" We'll get there. We'll get there in the movie. <laughs> there's. I don't think there's a reason for it. I think it's dumb. I think it's the the most pointless thing that should have been excised from this movie. Yes. Like that's all there is to it. Oh my but gosh. I have something I, I wanna, else in I all wanna, capital letters somewhere. Oh, I don't remember what it is. Oh my gosh. But but yeah, like I will. This will kind of put it in perspective for you. So for those of you, like what most of you who are listening don't know this, my parents recently moved and in doing so, they decided to get rid of their um, satellite dish. Yes. So my mother does not have access to Hallmark anymore. My mm-hmm. mother loves Hallmark Christmas movies. Yes. So I finished this movie and I called my mom and said, mom, you haven't watched your Hallmark movies yet this year. There's one on Netflix you might like that I think you would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of told her, I didn't tell her what it was about. But I said it was Officer Christmas Drop. She goes, I'm pretty sure I've already seen that one. I said, Mom, it just came out on Netflix. There's no way you've already seen yeah. it. Like, it just came out. She's like, oh, well, it's Operation Christmas something. <laughs> I love my mom. But, yeah. So, and then they wound up signing up for uh, Friendly TV that night mm-hmm. and called me to ask how it worked. Because Mother was missing her Hallmark movies. Yeah. It amused me. But, anyway. So, yeah. To explain, like, I just, I called my mom. I was like, here's a Hallmark movie for you, Mom. This is one mm-hmm. that I think you can enjoy. They, they don't kiss till the end of the movie, so you should be happy. Because those Lifetime ones, you know, they kiss in the middle sometimes. She was kidding when she said it. But, but like... This is the thing about your mother. You say that statement, and in my <laughs> brain was like, she's either kidding or she is absolutely <laughs> serious. No, no, she was kidding. She was kidding. She laughed when she said it. I mean, that is a Hallmark staple, though, is they don't kiss till the end of the movie. Yeah. I kind of hate that staple, like, a lot. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, so... This movie, we start in D.C. with Erica, or Ari, as some people call her. Which is just weird. Yeah, I, I I know she had a last name. IMDb does not list her last name. Miller, I think. And IMDb doesn't list it. They don't list anybody's last name. So I just did not write it down because I couldn't remember. But she, we see she is a con- congressional aide mm-hmm. to the congresswoman, whatever her name was. Bradford. Virginia Madsen. <laughs> Bradford and she's also basically working as her like I I, at a certain point in the movie I made a specific point to remember what the congresswoman's name was because I was fucking sick and tired of writing the word congresswoman yeah that's fair I think I wrote boss I think I started writing like her boss (laughs) because I was just like whatever (laughs) um but but so she works for the she's the legal aide um we also find out very quickly early on that Mm -hmm. she wants to become more she wants to be the chief of staff which Going from aide to chief of staff seems highly unlikely to me, but okay. I've watched The West Wing, but whatever. 
Okay. I'm kidding. That was, I was, gonna that was say, a joke. Like, I was going to say, like, I, I love the West Wing. It's a joke, but, yes. I was like, but only from, like, a narrative, like, storytelling standpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, otherwise, it is, like, a liberal's wet dream. Like, that is all the West Wing is. And I'm like, oh, it, yeah. It is, it is, um, what's the word for it? Like, it's, um, oh, yeah, it's, it's like liberalist propaganda. <laughs> which I say that as somebody's like, I enjoy the show. Oh, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, like, having rewatched it, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so we see that, that, you know, her boss, that, they're looking at the picture. She and, and I forgot the friend's name. Sally. Did they call her Sal? Okay. The movie? So they're, they're looking at the picture of this base, this article that got published, it it's kind of negative, but like I don't know if the article itself was negative. The article but... itself is not negative. It's it's the optics that the article puts yeah. forward is like it's it gives the impression that they're just fucking around on this base and like willy nilly just blowing through taxpayer money by yeah. doing by by just offloading like, Christmas gifts. Is Christmas gifts like what everybody overlooks in this movie, and like the congresswoman willfully so mm-hmm. is that it's not like they're dropping like you know like they're not and... they're not dropping like Nintendo switches on this island. No. Like they they are dropping like fifteen pound bags of rice and medicine and that clothing need. and yeah and stuff like that. You know, solar panels and you know things like that that people need. So mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. Anyway, the article apparently doesn't put that forward, but it does have the picture of a very attractive young man holding a ukulele, wearing a Santa Santa hat. And that is our main male lead, Andrew. Mm -hmm. We see his family is from Wisconsin. I have friends from Wisconsin. That boy is not from Wisconsin. But anyway, (laughs) there are some accent issues because I know people who grew up like all over Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, whatever. But they live on a farm in Wisconsin. So I, I was like, because I know these people, I'm just like, that's not the right voice, but okay, I'm going to let that go. But yeah, so he's in Guam. His parents and sister and niece mm-hmm. are back home in Wisconsin. They they miss him. He misses them. But it's very, he is a very like, what's the word? Um, charity oriented person. Like mm-hmm. he believes in what they are doing at Operation Christmas. Oh, Drop. yeah. So he gives up his Christmas with he's- his family. He's like he's the operation commander. In order to be to do that, he yes. gives up Christmas with his family every year, um, because it matters so much to him. Mm-hmm. Now they do try to you know Skype in and, and do stuff, but in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, they don't have great great signal, mm-hmm. so they get what they can get. And you see that throughout the show. I think they did a pretty good job at, at showing that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you see that you see um, Joker, which is the Lucas from from Tall the Boys, hitting on Sunshine, the, f- the only female member, and she just shuts him down flat. That moment made me laugh out loud because <laughs> he, like, asked her to the dance, and she's like, never happening, and just okay. walks away. There, and I there loved like, it. There were just, like, certain, like, certain reactions to things, like, like certain like like dialogue and like the way certain scenes were going like at literally like at one point i'm like we're gonna have a reveal that sunshine's a lesbian because i'm here for it because because literally it's like everything like she's completely shutting down like the guys and stuff like that and then later when he comes in and he's talking about erica like sunshine immediately goes she and i'm like okay please please tell me (laughs) we don't know enough about sunshine to know oh i know we don't um but the other thing, um, the other guy on their team, because you've got Joker and you've got Sunshine, you've got one other guy. 
I don't remember his name. I don't either. I will tell you he's playing Frank Hardy in the new Hulu show. Yes. And that's, I saw that. I had just wa- I literally watched the trailer for that like 10 minutes before <laughs> I started watching this movie. It's like, why is that kid familiar? <laughs> oh. So, the, like, pretty much everybody in this movie, I was just going through it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why they're familiar. Vancouver. They're, like, Vancouver. Vancouver, 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 <laughs> Vancouver, yeah. But, um. But anyway, so yeah, we we see Andrew as a Christmas nut. Uh, he wants if people can't be home, he wants to make sure that no mm-hmm. one is left behind without a Santa. I really hate his call sign. Um, it's so dumb. It's dumb. It's real stupid. Like I'm fine with his claws, like, They're- but saying it stands for because we find this out toward the middle to the end of the movie. It stands for can't can't leave anyone without Santa. That's dumb. Just call him Claws C L A U S and let it go. Like I would have been it's, fine if they had just called him. It's it's one of those things. Like it's supposed to be like a connective, like narrative thread, a, revel- a, a, a revelatory moment about yeah, him. Yeah, that I, no. we're gonna. Get, I'm gonna have some some words when we get further. But so yeah. we see that we introduce. So both of our in, our main characters are introduced. We get our central problem, which is that the congresswoman wants that place closed. Yeah. Uh, in, in order to look good, essentially, and it's, she's gonna send yeah, Erica to investigate it. Uh, it, yeah, it's the congresswoman tells her, you know, like they're, you know, they're they're using this, um, uh, you know, they're they're categorizing the Operation Christmas Drop as like a, they're calling it like a low altitude training exercise, mm-hmm. and so the congresswoman is like, okay, yeah, one that just happens to be dropping Christmas presents, and she's like, go, like go out there, assess the operation, suggest cuts, and make a case for its closure. It's like she's already sending her in of like you're going to close this place. And uh and then and she also like there's also this carrot of the the chief of staff job being yeah. dangled. Not officially, but dangled. I think that's a thread that could have just completely been cut from this movie. Yes and no. I think I think it could have been more overt. I think um, it, I like Sally and I like having Sally there. Yeah. But Sally was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um like that that is true of a lot of people in this movie, mm-hmm. but like at the same time, I freaking love the general and his wife. Yes, like that that. So, see, to me, they're necessary. Sally is not. That's true, but yeah, Sally's kind of not. And like, you could have lost one of the airmen. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever, because because both b- both boys, you didn't really need both. I'll put it that way. They were they were completely interchangeable. Exactly. They um, they didn't stand out at all. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, like in, I think in reality, it's not just a low altitude training exercise. It's considered like disaster relief preparedness yes. training, which is even more appropriate. It's, it's like, oh, okay, I see why you left that out because you, if you don't leave that out, you have no plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, just to bring they bring this up in the movie, this base should never be on the list anyway because it's yeah. a military strategic position. Like, as, like, okay, as like, soon. As soon as it cut to the base and it shows that they were stationed in Guam, I was like, oh, no, you can't fucking close that place. Like, that's a military strategic. No. Like, I, I, it blew my you mind can't. that we were sp- that this woman would even try to do that. Yeah. Because you, it's, it's not going to go. Like, you real can't. Real I hate, dumb. I hated that plot point. Now, see, what they could have done is just been like, they're going to get rid of Operation Christmas Drop because of the optics. You could never have closed the base. You no, and they absolutely bring that up. Not. Like that's that's at the end. That's one of the things that refutes her. Oh, I know. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is so stupid. This whole movie could have been over in ten minutes. But anyway, so chief of or not chief of staff, you know, aide Erica has to go to Guam 
and skip Christmas with her dad and new stepmom, which, which she's, she's, she's she has kind mixed of, feelings about. Which she's kind of fine with, yeah. Yeah, and so she goes to Guam, and Andrew is given the job of showing, putting the best foot forward. Okay, now here's where I have issues with Erica, okay? I, I, I just have issues. So she... He, he's in charge of, of picking her up and, and taking her to the best stuff. Sorry, you're laughing at me. No, I'm laughing at the fact that you that you set you, you literally set your notes aside and then just went, okay. <laughs> I do. I have issues, and my issues are no, just the fact that like you don't need notes so, for this. Like you're just off you go. Andrew is told that she will arrive at zero nine hundred hours, mm-hmm. and that he is to pick her up and make sure she's taken care of. Put their best foot forward because he's a very charismatic yes. man. She gets there before seven because she takes a, a flight and shaves two hours off of her time. Andrew is not told this when he is on duty. Yeah. So he is out surfing in his off hours, uh-huh. which is freaking allowed. Okay. Yeah. It is allowed. And he didn't get the phone call that she got there early because he was surfing. surfing. So she finds him on the beach and acts like he has committed the worst inefficiency felony. No, he has a life in his off hours. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Like nothing because she because he, he's flirting with her and not knowing who she is. Yeah. And and she, he, she's like, are you on duty? He goes, well, not for eight minutes. Like he's still got eight minutes before mm-hmm. I guess seven based on his clock later. Yeah. So because he says she was two hours early. And so, yeah, he's he's not mm-hmm. supposed to be on the on the clock yet, essentially. Yeah. And she gets mad at him for not already being on duty mm-hmm. and for not answering his phone. He was not on duty. I know. Like, I got but so it, stupidly. I know that they needed it for yeah, the no. we hate you plot it, aspect. The, the, the enemies to lovers trope, absolutely. But, like, you could have done something else no. there. And I, I agree with you on that point. That's so annoyed. It's, it's absolutely, like, I have had I have had bosses like that of, like, literally, like, I'm, like I am clocked out and on my lunch yeah. break, but I am at my desk and taking my 30 minutes of break time Mm -hmm. and have, and have like bosses come up to me and be like, well, I need this thing. Okay. Well, I'll get to it in like 20 minutes on my break. Like, well, fine. I mean, yeah, I guess. Sure. And like, get angry at me that I am taking my lunch break and not doing the work that they demand right this second. And so I'm like, okay, she's those people. But like, that makes her super unlikable to me yeah that makes it very like she had a lot to recover from mm-hmm. with me because like well, I, I was yeah. like i understand that you're an efficiency expert and whatever but like the way she behaves is mm-hmm. unprofessional yeah like she's mad at him for not doing his for not being there to pick her up when she was two hours early and he wasn't informed mm-hmm. he wasn't informed until she landed so you can't expect him to to know oh like I, no i yeah. Anyway, that, not, that was no, no, that was my like. But it's it's you no. have a lot to recover from. It's it's also an American mentality of like we don't get time off. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. The the fact like I, I'm allotted 14 vacation days a year. I feel guilty every time I take one because it is ingrained of like no what you you need a day no you can have an hour like you know whereas yeah. like in in other countries it's like wait you 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 need a month? Like, fuck, just take a year. It's, it is part of like, again, the American mindset of no, like you're supposed to grind 24 seven. How dare you have a personal life outside of work? 
Like it's it's a lot. I of... suppose I didn't take it that way in this. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. I shouldn't take it that way in this. I felt more it was just like her type A personality was mad because she wasn't getting things her way. And that was more frustrating for me because she said, because she doesn't like come around. She never comes around and says he was not wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like it, we're supposed to believe he was wrong. And no. I, and like that's why, no. because they never like the, justify the, it. Well, no, but see, the reason that they never do justify it is because we're not supposed to be on her side. We're yeah. supposed to be on his, on his side. side. That's fair. And so there's no reason for her to justify. It's like but she never she, apologizes. No, or and and she's never going to yeah. because this movie is about like it's about him and the things that he is doing. We're just encountering that from her perspective. That's fair. It's a fucked up way of narrating this movie. Yeah, because this movie has a lot of potential that I could really enjoy. Yeah. Um, there are some other things I don't enjoy in it, but we'll get to that. But. But, like, I just – I hate the stereotypical, like, we're disliking upon meeting for this stupid reason. It's – it's. It, I think that's what I – like, when we watched Falling in Love, I felt kind of the same way. Like, she was embarrassed, so it wasn't mm-hmm. so much she didn't like this, him. This she movie was embarrassed. Had, yeah, this movie had some major Falling in Love vibes. Yeah. And, like, I just got so frustrated with that moment. Like, luckily, I had to pause the movie and walk away a couple of times because of some, <laughs> some real-life stuff happening. And so I was able to, like, bring my annoyance with her down. Yeah. But, no, like, okay. that, for me, just made me really what, annoyed with what her. What it is, like, is moment this, one. Movie tried to, this movie tried to pair tropes that don't necessarily pair well together. And what it did was it paired the, like, it paired, like, the carefree hippie guy with the type A, like, tightwad. And so that we have that trope right there. And then we have the um, it's the like the city girl and like the country guy. And and then we have the like enemies to lovers trope. And yeah. and it, it's we get one trope too many. And it's you know, That's and it, it's also it's also very, the very, very hallmark trope of like overworked city woman comes to the country and shown how to be like shown how to like lay back and to relax, like yeah. and to relax. And I mean, with like literally so many extended things about Christmas snorkeling. It's, <laughs> it is straight out of that trope. That's fair. It's like it, they try to, I mean, it's, it's like, like you read the, you read fanfics that are like, a, like you get the clusterfuck of like, oh, okay. I see what you're trying to do here. Maybe you could have just like pared this back a little pared bit. Pared it back or done it, done it in a more, like pick something else like for her to be mad about. Like instead of him being on the beach, oh. he's just not paying attention. Like, if he had just not answered his phone, like, didn't see his phone, I would have but again, been more on her side. But again, we're not supposed to be on her side. I he, know. He's not a fuck-up. We That's know true. that. He's actually patron St. Andrew, and we're going to get to that. I have yeah. issues with the fact that he has no issues. Yeah. Like, his perfection it, pisses me off later. Again, we're, he's, like, th- yeah. this is his story, and it's being, but it's being told from her perspective. And so it's... It, it's a it's a weird narrative like yeah. when when you in terms of in terms of character and story yeah i mean it's it is literally like it is his story he is the commander for this drop and it is his passion and livelihood i would and, like, love to see more on that side of things yes I, like that's where i was coming from before like i like the romance story it's fine i would have liked it just as much if she had been like a bean counter coming in and trying to shut the base down and he 
not necessarily had to win her Christmas spirit over, but had to show and explain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they do a really good job of that, like fairly early Mm -hmm. of explaining why this isn't what they think it is. And I'm like, okay, movie's over. Let's like, yeah, let's go to just straight romance now. Cause we've just, we've dealt with the obstacle. Mm -hmm. Oh, we haven't because the Congresswoman, like I just didn't like that part of the story. I love, like I said, the operation Christmas drop, I think is a really amazing, awesome thing. And so I want to give it like a really good, like let's go back and show the original like drop and how it got started. Like let's see that movie. Like that would be fascinating to Mm -hmm. me. I'm a history nerd. Also, I just recently found out, um, I got some letters of my grandfather from World War II. Mm -hmm. He was served in the Pacific theater. I never knew that. So like, I'm now much more like, wait, what? Where are we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because I just have that more mindset now. But, but yeah. So, like, I would have been much more interested in that historical aspect of it. Like, where did it come from? What mm-hmm. caused it to start? Um, I love, and I'll mention it again later. But they bring in a guy who's actually worked on it for forty years. Yeah. Is a character. Like, is an actor. Is actor. He's he's a person in this movie playing himself. Mm-hmm. I love that they did yeah. that. Like that to me showed that they had a lot of respect for the actual thing. It's just a shame that they couldn't make a better story about it. Because what is because they they took the real life thing, mm-hmm. they took the real life event, and they gave it fictional tropes. Yeah, I mean we we've seen this with Pearl Harbor. Yeah, and Titanic. Yeah, and so many other like movies where you like taking an historical thing and putting a love story on it that's fair see like i just watched midway with my sister not too long ago yes and that has a love story in it but not in any way like that like the Mm -hmm. love story is part of this guy's life like he's married with married with kids like that's it Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not like a stupid love triangle or a forbidden love or whatever but yeah like i guess because i just saw that recently my brain didn't was like rejecting the love story in some way yeah okay with you know like i will i will say with (laughs) Like, with Titanic, I'm like, okay, I'll allow it a little bit more because literally, like, the entire thing about, like, one of the big things about the Titanic is that it was a class system. Yes. And so having a, like, having a relationship between two people of completely different classes, Mm -hmm. which is also something that you don't get in American storytelling. Fair. Because America doesn't have the same class system like you get in, like, England. So... That okay, fine. That can make it work. There's no goddamn reason for the love story in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, it's just dumb. Well, the only love where... story in Pearl Harbor I like is Betty and the guy. <laughs> so when Betty dies, man, that hurts my heart. Yeah, if you haven't seen Pearl Harbor, but anyway. So in this movie, I guess I just wished that they'd done. They could have, yeah. Putting tropes in it is one thing, but I wish they had done better tropes. You know what I mean? Like there are better but, tropes to use. But see, that's the thing. Is like this movie. This movie is not. <sighs> This movie tried to have its cake and eat it too yeah. and be a like a telling of like something uplifting and historical and and like oh here's an actual like real true thing mm-hmm. but they also wanted to be lazy and fall back on like the same well, Hallmark And like hits. I said the guys have written like 30 Hallmark movies. Yeah. So I mean it makes uh, 30 between 20 and 30 Hallmark and Lifetime movies. So it makes sense that that would be the tropes they'd fall back on. But I just I don't know I thought that was interesting and kind of weird that the, like they would choose when they had all of this like great material they chose to do this like not so great story because, but because it's it, it's a netflix yeah. i mean it's a netflix christmas movie that's fair it's a movie that they put like no budget into or like i mean sure there's some budget because i'm like they're shooting on location yeah. so but in terms of like everything else 
and they they worked with the Air Force for it. Yeah. Um, the actual you probably read this in the 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 trivia. The um, I think it's the F 15 Don't, don't quote know. me on that. Are the same ones from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like it's the same group that that worked with Captain Marvel. So like they had some like some like cool yeah. aircraft stuff in there, and I appreciate that they they didn't but just tell a story. What, what I mean the... of like budget, like but in, yeah, I'm with in you. in terms of in terms of like a Netflix Christmas movie. Yeah. This this is no like this isn't jingle jangle yeah this you know this isn't the you know the christmas chronicles or whatever yeah. it is with Kurt, you know it's not that yeah it's not like an epic like fantasy kind of yeah. thing and so they tried to like oh here's an actual historical thing but we're gonna hallmark it up See, to me yeah to me it seemed like it was a, because, hallmark, a rejected hallmark movie that, be, or not even rejected no, but, but like, like a higher class hallmark movie they've they've run out of christmas princes like, That's fair. We've had we've well, we had the three, Christmas but they're doing switched again. I'm gonna throw. There's a third at you. one. How dare you no, make me think? There's of a, there's, oh, I know. Okay, I know. I read the thing anyway. So back to I guess back to the actual movie. But yeah, I think let's it's, just like, blow yeah. through this plot, man. So yeah, the we get we we do have to talk about one other thing. So he gets her to her housing, and he tells her uh, basically like, watch out for the gecko. It's good. Uh, hopefully, you'll get a gecko. It's considered good luck or something that. Effect. Yeah, something. Yeah, gecko. And then we see the luck. most god awful CGI gecko. Like, I mean, I think the one in the uh, commercials looks more real. The Geico yes. commercials looks more real than what we had here. Yes. The size of it changes depending on your camera perspective. Size, like, yeah. Yeah, it was really dumb. For some reason, this gecko just hangs out on her wall because it's good luck. And we just needed to have that in there. She talks to it and they talk about it like three times. It is wholly unnecessary to have. Uh-huh. Like it is. I don't understand why it was in there. I genuinely it, don't understand that. One. I, I don't get it either. Like, like a part of me thought it was a fever dream. Yeah. Like um, what is going on? And it's like bright green, like not it's, it's bright green and red, like orange and blue and yellow. Yeah. It's, it's the most like it was just so weird. This why would they? I didn't understand why the CGI gecko was there. I didn't understand the point of it. Like it was kind of a funny Literally, like, like you, two second joke. So when it comes back in toward the end of the movie, I was like, why? Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's guys, it's real dumb. Yeah. I'm like you could have gotten a real gecko and yeah. just like stuck it on the fucking wall, and it would have looked better. Look. <laughs> It would have looked a lot better. But anyway, so yeah, he drops her off at this base guest he, housing. That's some nice guest housing. Like, it's yeah. beautiful. Uh, and then he, she's like, okay, we'll, we'll start in 30 minutes. He goes, oh, okay. I, I thought, did like this long. I thought you'd want to rest or whatever. And, and what was she's, the line? No, oh, no. The, the whole thing, like, when, when he comes back to pick her up. Oh, yeah. That, so, yeah. That I enjoyed. He goes and, like, he's like, oh, this is going to be, uh, this is not exactly what he thought it was going to be. Yeah. He thought it was going to be easy. Um, and so while she, he's gone, she talks to Sally back in D.C., and that's when the line that you were talking about, yeah. That's the, um, oh, where is, oh, yeah, because um, she's talking to, she's talking to Sally and says, you know, they assigned me a handler. He's got a huge ego, but nothing I can't handle. And he, she's left the door open. To get and, the gecko out. Yeah, to get the gecko out. And, and he comes in, and he tells her, he's like, oh, well, good thing the door is open. I don't think my huge ego could fit through the window. I I, I will say this about this movie. Like, I, I do have issues with it, but it's one, because we've kind of flipped, on, or like, maybe, I don't know, I can't remember, it's been a while, but like, on Falling in Love, it was one of those, like, I just turned my brain off, I didn't care. Yeah. This, like, there were things that really irritated me, but I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I, 
it's a Netflix Christmas movie. Yeah. And they, again, like I said, they try to have their cake and eat it too. Whatever. The further like, we got into it, the more I was able to. Relax yeah. And enjoy I will, it, but, I will say, and comparing this to, to the holiday calendar, which we watched a couple years ago, which was just so. This is head and shoulders better than that. This, this is so much better. Yeah. And the thing, like the thing that I appreciated is that with, with like a couple of standouts of, of the, like, and again, I, we talked about this on the last episode that, like, I'm just a cynical bitch. Um, but, like, the couple of moments of, like, oh, well, somebody should invite him to the Christmas party and, like, to, like, to get him into this Christmas spirit. You know, those yeah. kind of lines. With the exception of, like, some of those, which are just, like, stupid to me. Oh, yeah. The one toward the end. Like, the one at the very uh-huh. end. Like, not very end, but close uh-huh. to the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, except for, like, some of those. Um, this movie, I'm, like, the dialogue is well written. Yeah. And, and he is charismatic. He he's yeah. Char- like yeah, he's charismatic, but not in that like slime ball way. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like and, he's able to pull it off in, yeah. in a way where and, other actors it would feel like. Ew. And it, it's like it it goes into because okay, this is the thing that I appreciate mm-hmm. is that it's like it's not just that he's charismatic, he's assured. Yeah, it's like he like he knows who he is. He knows what he's doing. He knows what his job is. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he carries a level of assuredness yeah. that I appreciate, that you don't mm-hmm. get in a lot of characters. And so, where in other characters, that comes off as cocky and arrogant. He never feels that way. True. And there's so... A, there's a few moments. There's a but, few moments. They're intentional. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're they're intentional. And, and the thing, like, and I will say, like, I don't, like, he and Cat Graham, like, they don't have, like, you know, like torch paper chemistry yeah. or anything like that. But it's, I, it's, I wouldn't say like it's solid, but it's, it's evenly matched. It's believable. Yeah. Yeah. It's these two people on an Island. Sure. Like spending a lot of close time together. Are like, are, are they a great, like Jane Austen sweeping romance? No, no. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, it's, it's one of those like, okay. Yeah. Like you, it's, it's believable in some respects. And so, um, so that's why, like, some of, like, some of the, you know, it's, I wouldn't call it banter, because it's never, like, there's never, like, any, like, witty repartee between the two of them. Yeah, quippy a little bit, but it, it becomes more of, like, their, like, teasing isn't the word. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, it it becomes more, like, ribbing with one another. Yeah. It it very quickly loses any venom. Yeah, he takes no offense at what she says. Yeah, the like, and then he proceeds to spend the next, you know, in the movie it's like ten fifteen minutes. In reality, it was a whole afternoon of steering her in the wrong direction. Yeah, trying to get her to not find out about all the Christmas things they do. Um, I I will say there were like certain things that I'm like, who can't close a fucking box? Yes, why is there garland <laughs> hanging out of the box? Why are there lights hanging why out of the are, box? I'm like. Can't you people close a fucking box? Yeah. Then none of this shit would have happened. Well, she's also not stupid. She sees I know, the, okay. yeah. I know she's not stupid, but at the same time. I would have liked her to have to flex a, an investigative muscle rather yes. than just be like, oh, look, I don't have a high perception, but I see that. Yeah. Rather than literally like a guy is pushing a crate and there's like a fucking strand of Christmas lights hanging out of it. Or when a goddamn truck drives by. And there's more crates, and there's garland like flapping out says, of the truck. He says they're on their way to to the beach to uh, do a training survival and training. And no, they're actually going to decorate for a charity 
function. Fundraiser. But yeah. the other part of the story, and like they they bring this up sort of, but she's not seeing it the rest of the year when they're when they are gonna be like mm-hmm. go 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 straight, like without the the yeah. Christmas drop stuff happening. There she's there the week before the drop. Mm-hmm. So of course people. It, number one, it's Christmas. Everybody yeah. loosens up around Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. So of course it's going to be a bit more loosey goosey, and it's not going to look as efficient yep. as she wanted it to be. Yeah, but and that's the thing is she's an efficiency expert. She says like she's here to see where the inefficiencies lay, mm-hmm. and he like I said he spends the afternoon pointing her in the wrong direction, uh, but he does in that time find time to talk to the mayor about getting a generator, another generator donated, and the mayor who is supposed to be super wealthy basically is like uh no generators don't grow on trees son like i'm yeah. not giving you this expensive thing because there's a typhoon you find out that there's a typhoon there's that been hit, a, there has recently yeah. been a typhoon and hit it one of has, the islands really hard basically yeah. and they're out they, they haven't been able to have power for since the typhoon hit ages mm-hmm. ago, like a while ago so he's he's working really hard to try to like give this this island what they need yeah so i appreciate that aspect like i liked what we see okay i will <laughs> This is one of those moments where, cause like they, they're at this market, yeah, and he's talk, he's he goes to talk to the mayor, and she kind of comes along, and she has that line of, you know, like, oh well, maybe should somebody, cause this is the thing, is like he keeps telling her things like, oh yeah, this Christmas fundraiser event, it's <laughs> totally local, all the locals pitch, and like just, just trying to sell yeah. it super hard that the mil- that the air force has nothing to do with yeah. it. And she said, like, she says, like, the mayor walks off and she says, she was like, oh, well, somebody should invite him to the coconut Christmas thing, you know, and like remind, like, uh, for a reminder to get him in the Christmas spirit. And I love that he's just like, yeah, the locals should totally do that for that totally local event. I will pass that along to the locals locals, running that total local event. He does, like, stuff like, it's like this first day that he's just trying to, like, keep everything shut down of, like, oh, no, we have no involvement whatsoever. And... It's just some of his, like, oh, yeah, the locals should totally do this local thing. I don't know why, but that made me laugh. And then he convinces her to go to the beach. She gives in they, very quickly. They, they go and I was like, I literally wrote, wait, let's see if I can find it. Um, <laughs> Inside check. Uh, no. She either gives up really easily or he's in for a bad surprise. And, oh, she's stealing the Jeep. <laughs> like, within, within, like, seconds of me writing that. Yeah. Oh, she steals his Jeep and leaves him stranded. Uh, and he's got a he has to jog he has, to he pick has up to the run Jeep. back to the base, yeah. And she then follows him. She leaves her it's like she all of a sudden he goes back to the Operation Christmas drop to like make sure everything is going okay because they're they're packing up the boxes. Yeah. It's all volunteer, all done off off time, off all that kind of stuff. It just basically uses a hanger, is the only thing that it has, is it uses one of the like warehouses. So people are packing up and she's like, Oh, I it, she shows up. How did you find me? I left my phone in the Jeep. I figured the first place you'd go is the last place you'd want me to see. Mm-hmm. So that was smart. I appreciated yeah. that. But yeah, so then she begins to see what's going on and she's not um, a fan, even she's though like, he explains is, to Yeah, her, is this an Air Force base or Claus's little village? And so she yeah. gets him to explain what's happening at this beach. And that and it's all... With all the, because she yeah. went and looked and it's all Christmas decor yeah. and party supplies. And this line... Because she, she says the line, time to lay your Christmas cards on the table, Captain. And I wanted to throw the remote through my television. She's got another line that made me want to throw things later. But it was just the reading. Like, I felt like it could have been a better reading. But anyway, like, that one's not a great line, just the, period. The, read, the reading was fine. 
That one, just, yes. It was the dumb. Line bad. Yeah. It was just dumb. But yeah, so he he finally tells it, her. Yeah, everything, he tells. Yeah, he tells her out. like the Christmas job tradition goes back seventy years. Last year we delivered medicine, food, toys, and gifts to thirty thousand people on fifty six islands, and this year we plan to do more. Well, not on the taxpayers' dime, but that's just it. Taxpayers don't pay a cent. It's funded almost entirely by donation, almost all of it from here, uh, from people here on the island, individuals, businesses, church groups. All year long, people are donating clothes, food, medicine, supplies, fishing nets, etc. Mm-hmm. And just like he lays out the actual factual, huh, actual factual, but he lays out the, uh, <laughs> the true like what is really yeah. like the actual like if you looked up Christmas drop, this is yeah. what would come up. And, and this, like, you he know, lays and out the, the real information. And, you know, she's asking, like, well, what about the, mil- the military personnel that it takes? Everyone here is working on their off hours. That's how much this means to them. What about fuel, wear and tear on the aircraft? Well, the drop is probably the best low-altitude training the crews get. We'll be flying these planes for training anyway. At least with the drop, we're doing something good while we fly. Plus, we get to work with our allies, the Japanese, the Australians, and most importantly, it's Christmas. A lot of people... Uh, we help live on some of the most remote islands in the world, and if it wasn't for us and the work we do, they'd be completely on their own. Which is a cool thing to do. Yeah. But, but so she's she's slowly beginning to understand and see yeah. the the positives of it. Um, and then then we see this was the weirdest jump cut, by the way. We go from like them talking and doing stuff, and then all of a sudden she's at the house of this person that I never saw invite her somewhere. Like yeah. it felt like a really oh, deleted it was weird. scene. Yeah. Because she was invited, we find out that Erica has been invited to this woman's it, house. Well, okay, it's kind of in this conversation that they're having is where they, they, she and and Erica and Andrew, like they make mm-hmm. the deal oh, yeah. where you know she tells him she's like, I'm not going to tell the congresswoman to take it easy just because you have a good heart and a nice smile. Like, oh, you admit I have a nice smile. Like, look, okay, we're all family here, and what you could say leads to this base closings. Like, so give me 24 hours to show you what we do, starting with the drop, and then you can write whatever you want in your report. So they've called a ceasefire for the next 24 yeah. hours, and then it jump cuts to her like walking to somebody's house. And you're like, okay, what's going on? I think that they deleted a scene because yes. they, they oh, reference her meeting. Sharon's her name. Um, it's Janet Kidder. I love her. She's great. Um. I think she's also a good Vancouver actress, yes. but I, I love her. Oh, I, I love, and she, this woman, this is going to sound so weird. She is built like an, like a military officer. I'm not going to lie. Like, like when she started talking, I was like, I was like, is she actual military? Like, I'm like, she, you buy it. Yeah. Like you buy you it have, for sure. I buy her more than everybody else in this movie. Yeah. So yeah, they, she comes into somehow she met this woman. We don't know how deleted scene that really shouldn't have been deleted. Well, um, it's, it's not because she says she, thanks she for inviting me, Sharon, or whatever. She says thank you. No, she introduces herself at the door. So yeah, maybe she had a message or something. Maybe I missed the line it, of dialogue. The, no, the invitation has come from the general. The, no, because she walks in and didn't know the general was there. She asks where he is. And she and I thought she didn't know. No. Okay, then I'm confused. No. I must have missed. Okay, what it is? She go. She goes to the door. The wife answers. The wife answers. Oh, she didn't realize she was the OSS commander. That's what. That's what it is. That's what my brain didn't fill in. Right. Yeah. That's what he didn't fill in. Is that? Yeah. So she finds out that not only the general have a wife on base, his wife is also very high in the chain of command. Yeah. Um. And they but they sit down. The general is cooking dinner, and they invite her to a nice home cooked dinner for Christmas. And which, how long does Christmas last? Okay, um, that that is a thing that is never clarified because at the beginning of this movie, when like the first time he's skyping with his family, we learn that it's eight days till Christmas. Yeah, and so then it's like, 
how many fucking Christmas dinners are people having? Because he has another Christmas dinner with his family. Yep. And then we have, like, her having another, you know, I don't know. And then at the end of the movie, supposedly, it's like, it's actually Christmas at this point. Apparently. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, it, it's the fucking 12 days of Christmas, like, yep. Groundhog Day. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. So so at this dinner with dinner with the general and his wife, uh, they, they're having a good time. She she makes a quip because uh, they said something about, well, Andrew's like one of the best we have. So him showing you around makes sense. And and she goes, well, he was steering me in the wrong direction. But I, I, know, I know his type. So so I just go opposite of what he does. And they both the husband and wife exchange a look mm-hmm. that's like our bit like they're, they're you can tell they are worried that their base is going to get shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as they're leaving that night, you know, the wife. I think I think her name is Sharon, but I could be I wrong. Don't, I don't. But anyway, the wife, <laughs> Mrs. General. I know, but that's. Going I hate to, calling her that. Yeah, that, that is going to drive me absolutely crazy. I was like, I could just call her Janet Kidder for the rest of the thing, but it. I'm I'm looking it up. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, Lieutenant Colonel Blaine. Blaine. Okay. It's so yeah, absolutely. she she walks her out, and you know they're talking about the the report again, and. Honestly, the, the, I really liked this scene because mm-hmm. you have Erica is, is very much pushing the blame off. She's like, well, I don't make the decisions. I just write the report. Mm-hmm. And but the other one was like, no, by writing the report. She's re- like, yeah, I, I don't make the decisions. Yeah, you do. Don't fool yourself. Everything that you decide to write in that report will directly impact the lives of everybody on this Yeah. Place. And while that is a guilt trip, it's also true mm-hmm. because this woman is going, oh, well, I'm just writing the report. I It's not my fault that this is happening. Yeah. But you're the one writing the report, so you're the one putting their their story, for lack of a better word, yeah, forward. So therefore, if you write it with a slant, then yeah, you are. Now, granted, Erica knows that the the congresswoman's already made up her mind, basically, yeah. and just needs to ha- have justification. But but yeah, so I, I appreciated that scene a lot because it was like Erica's like, I don't make the decision. And the woman's like, Yeah, everything you write is going to affect the, everybody on this base, mm-hmm. whether you want it to or not. That's that's just the the yeah. nature of doing this kind of job. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that little moment just mm-hmm. to go because oh, I, I think it it's it's very necessary for that character for Erica to have to face the fact that I'm not just writing a report that's gonna not affect anybody this actually mm-hmm. and that also i think in some ways makes andrew make more sense to her mm-hmm. and so while it's not actually like set out like plainly like you would expect in a hallmark movie it it, it definitely does affect how she does her job mm-hmm. um and so yeah she does start doing the next day like you said yeah um uh, yeah well we have um Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. have this. We have the whole exchange of like her talking with the congresswoman later. Yeah. And this, I'm I'm gonna read some of this because it just to kind of concisely convey yeah. where we're coming from with the congresswoman Bradford having her mind made up because like we already mentioned, as she said, um, that that they that they have to close three bases. Mm-hmm. Two of them have already been decided, and then. One of the other bases on the short list is in her district. She says, I need a replacement, and that's going to be your base with a yearly Christmas present toss. They're not dropping presents. It's a remarkable humanitarian mission that's helping tens of thousands of people. Sorry to sound harsh here, but using military equipment to drop Christmas presents in the middle of nowhere can't be justified. But that's not what's happening here, ma'am. Well, as far as I'm concerned, that's the headline of your report. Don't drink their Kool-Aid, Erica. Yeah, so the congresswoman is saying, this is your report. You better do it. Yeah. 
And she's also found out that the, the staff, chief of staff job is for sure a thing now. Before it was it was only iffy. Yeah. Now it's for sure. So she's she's doubly motivated. Yeah. But she made this agreement with Andrew, so she's going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Andrew flies them out to a different island in the morning. Yes. They they ride along with some navy pilots. Yeah, um, to they, an island. They go out to, to another island, and where he's got a friend who used to work on the base. John Michael, yeah, came home. Come came home Which, to help his family. There, there's an exchange here that I love. Is like they step, they step off the plane, you know, or, or they're not the plane, like the, the helicopter. helicopter, and they're kind of like walking towards the beach. And and Erica says to the effect, she's like a tropical island in the middle of nowhere. She's like, this must be nice. No voicemail, no traffic. And Andrew just immediately chimes in with, no doctors, no stores, no help. Like, out here, if you can't build it or grow it yourself, you do without and you have to hope for the best. And that's why Operation Christmas Drop is so important to Andrew. Because he has this, mm-hmm. like, John Michael's his friend. Like, he mentions he used to load for him. Yeah. Load the cargo plane that that Andrew flies. And and so that you meet John Michael and then we go. The next scene was really heavy-handed for me, but it's okay. Uh-huh. So they go into, like, a, a market on the village uh, on this island. <sighs> I didn't like this scene. I'm oh, I didn't either. I didn't like what they did with her in this scene. I'll put it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, you're meeting all the kids. The kids are rushing up because he's there all the time. They know, they call, he, like, they're John Michael's nieces and nephews. So, like, Andrew knows them all and, and mm-hmm. he's there to hang out and have, be friends. And and she ends up, Erica ends up giving everything in her purse to these well, people. Well, they talk about, um, and how, one, yeah. how, like, the kids, um, the kids that they they do satellite internet school because the typhoon is not all the power school has been out of commission and and so um and andrew says okay well i'll make sure that you get school books on the next drop Mm -hmm. and and so erica is kind of like wait you know kind of surprised by that and and that's what like john michael tells her is like yeah every you know everything like like everything gets used he's like you know with the drops he's like the boxes the strappings he says even the parachutes are valuable is like because they get turned into sails for the canoes. And so seeing like that literally, like it's, it, you know, like it's like they're using every part of the animal yeah. <laughs> that, you know, of like of these drops that they receive. And so then she just like starts giving the kids stuff from her purse. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't really like that. She gives them her hairbrush. I know that like, cause it's like, Oh, we're just going to give them whatever cast off. Not that the different person is a cast off, Which, but it just felt very, cause like, as someone who who in my life has been the recipient of of things like that, because my family doesn't have a lot, we never have. Yeah. Um, I I super appreciate how important it is to give clothing and things like that. Mm-hmm. I I've always appreciated that. I think it's a really cool thing. But that's always one of the things you're told is you don't give used hair items, you don't give ma- used makeup. Like she gives them stuff like she already compact, been using. Yeah. And I did. That's I think what irked me about it. I got my yeah. back up. I was like, oh, so you're gonna give them makeup that's already half used that you've had in your purse. Like that's not it's super helpful to people. A used hairbrush. That's I mean, nice, I guess. I just didn't I did oh, not no, like no. that I, particular I, I had problems with it. Like too. I said, as someone who received charity and also has given given that kind of stuff, I, I understand that there's a balance to that. Yeah. And I just didn't like I appreciate what they were trying to say, and that's that she was so moved she wanted to give everything she had. I appreciate the message, not the delivery. Oh, I'm no, I'm right there with you. It just like I literally wrote dislike this scene. And okay, <laughs> like I remember, I remember a long time ago, like somebody talking about how, um, 
is a, a musician that I like. You talked about how they had gone on kind of like a um, humanitarian kind of like charity kind of um, tour is the wrong word, but how like yeah. but in like in Africa and yeah. like in certain kind of like outreaches in places where it's very hard to have things like schools yeah. and um, and um, these an organized kind of charity kind of you know kind of drives of having you know, like to get supplies and yeah. things like that and how you have these just like small villages that are just kind of on their own. And this, this person talking about how he said, it's just, it's hard. He said, because you go into these situations, yeah. he's like, and you literally think to yourself that like, okay, the $60 that I have in my pocket would be like, it could do a, like a thousand different things uh -huh. to get something moving. Like, yeah, to help out in this situation. He's like, but you, you know, you can't just like, hands over and say, here, do something with it. And is is like, but even then is like, but you, you know, that's like, that's actual money, but that, and that money can go towards something. And I'm like, in that situation, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Like had she had like $60 and like said here, like put this toward a generator. Sure. Like, yeah, that, like that would be beneficial. I'm like, what the hell is this kid going to do with like your Hermes scarf or something like that? Yeah. It was just, you like, know, I it's just, just I, I don't want to say junk, but like, what you keep in your purse generally is not something that's going is to. Not, yeah. Yeah. Like I appreciate those shoes. Like I like, like I said, I like the idea. Yeah. I disliked the delivery of the message just strongly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like I said, maybe it's because I have been the recipient of that kind of thing or have, you know, helped. I've oh, worked and, in and I, and stuff. I have too. Cause my, like my hometown was um like, it's been like leveled by a tornado twice in my life. And so, like, the kind of humanitarian things, you know, like, when they do some kind of drive, yeah. and you see, like, the stuff that people donate, and you're like, oh, okay, why? Yeah. It, like, this is not helpful in any way, shape, or, like, way, shape, or form. Like, yeah. what, what is this I, going to I do? I think that's what got me. I was like, <sighs> like, I get what you're doing. I, like I said, I appreciate the message. It's just that delivery I thought was not great. And then we sing a really weird version uh, on the oh, ukulele yeah. of oh, it's Deck the Halls. It was Real really dumb. stupid. I don't even want to dwell on it. But it did get me to play the ukulele, and that was fun. Yeah. Um, um, but then they go, and they start working at the Coconut Christmas Ball thing. Yeah. The, at, which, at the beach which is where we see brother bruce like i said the real bruce best mm -hmm. um and i thought like i said he had a lot more in here than i anticipated he doesn't say a lot oh, but he yeah. is perpetually in the background yeah. helping with things see and this this is where because uh, while while they're doing all this setup you know she's erica says to andrew she's like okay like I, you can't tell me that this doesn't cost anything and he tells her like okay the wood that we're using is offcuts from the from the from the lumber yard. Like uh, people like bring what lights they can spare. Food is supplied by the local church group. Like and they've like and you know with Brother Bruce is like set it up so that we're 100% solar powered. And then she says and it's like and I kind of get it, but I'm like how dense are you? Because then she says I still don't get what all this is for. Clearly, she's not someone who's actually done a charity fundraiser. And, and this and that's when he tells her to raise money. For things that we can't get donated. Yeah. Like generators. We have to raise a lot of cash. And I'm like, literally, like, this is what we've been talking about. We have to have it reiterated 800 times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she sits down and helps start making uh, a leaf wreath. Like a, a palm, palm leaf palm wreath. Leaf, yeah. yeah, wreath, which was fun. Uh, talking to the ladies there. And like, we're yeah. having, and like one lady explaining, like, she's 
she and her children at like it, it's been a generational thing in her family mm-hmm. she benefited from the christmas drop and now she helps participate in yeah it. and yeah and like and her and, and her like son and grandchildren dude like they, like that they join in and... yeah to show the importance of the generational aspect of mm-hmm. it um which i really appreciate that and then he calls you know andrew comes and gets her and this is the whole talk about like christmas snorkeling right yeah it's because if what yeah. it is she's talking she's that. talking about like oh we were making wreaths out of palm leaves and he says he's like well you know like you have to like have some variations in your christmas tr- like yeah, in your traditions when you're yeah. here willing to make some new ones yeah and how you know like instead of you know like you have you know you would have pineapple and like papaya in your fruitcake which and- sounds way better than fruitcake fyi Oh, see, I am a fruitcake diehard. Yeah, I hate fruitcake. I love fruitcake. My favorite thing that I got last year was when my cousin D made me a fruitcake. <laughs> like, I loved it. I ate on that thing for, like, two months. It was great, and I loved it. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so she, you know, she says, like, it's, you know, like, so instead of sledding in Grandma's backyard, you've got, well, Christmas snorkeling on the reef. And how, oh, well, I've never been snorkeling. Like, no, of course not. Because you're a type A, like, workaholic. You've never, you've never like, not you worked. Don't, you, you don't know how to, like, let your hair down. Like, no. So, um. And then know, we get the tragic backstory. The tragic backstory. When he takes her home that night. Like, literally, I wrote tragic backstory. Mom died. Well, um. Her, um, her mom died three years ago. Her dad's gotten remarried. Yeah. She does Well, and we also have the, you know, him, like, she's asking him, like, okay, well, like, you're an officer. Why aren't you home for Christmas? And you know, he's telling her, it's like, well, like right now I'm commanding my unit. So I have to, you know, so I need to be here. Um, he says, you know, but I, sure, I could pull some strings. He's like, but I'm also the only one here who's an air logistics planner and a pilot. Mm-hmm. And so he has the overlap that they need to be able to pull off this drop. Mm-hmm. And so that's why. Um, and that's when she, you know, he's like, okay, well, what's your excuse? <laughs> And she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, tragic, like, backstory. Tra- tragic backstory. Mom died. Dad got remarried. And so Christmas has never been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, it would be. I, it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, at the same time, it is a very well done, well used mm-hmm. plot device. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, let me see. Yeah, we get, we get some lingering looks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, and then they actually, uh, snorkeling will make her more efficient because she will relax. <laughs> That's what he tells that that that's his big argument yes. for Christmas snorkeling is it will make you more efficient because you'll be relaxed. And um, then the the fir trees is the next thing yes, I have. Yes, yes, so yes. The, the fir trees. They bring in like a dozen Douglas firs, which don't if yep. you don't know Christmas ten, trees, that's like Christmas trees. That is like the A plus of Christmas trees. Yeah. And she's like, Well, you can't tell me that they didn't get that, that you didn't use, you know, military assets to get this here. And he begins to explain. Andrew knows how to work the loopholes in the system. Yep. Like this this was a half full yeah. load, so it got added to this load. This was half full, so it got added here. Someone was coming here anyway, so it got brought with them. Like, like yeah. that is the loopholes in the system. That is how anything works. Yes. Like, that is just how it works. So I appreciated that. And she was like, well, well that doesn't then, yeah. seem right kind of and thing. And he's like, no, it is. Yeah. You know, he's telling her, he's like, okay, like, a friend of mine owns, like, a Christmas tree farm in Oregon. He's like, so they donated these trees. Like, and then they went from there. They went down to San Diego with like with on, some people who were already going yeah, to San with, Diego to train. Yeah, with some people who were already going to San Diego. Like they were sent down there with them. And then they were put onto a container like a half full container ship that was going to this place and like so forth and so on. And like and they ended up here. And, and then there was already they, a plane coming here that needed to do some maintenance. So it just brought it with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, sure. Like I absolutely like, I appreciate that. But then we get the 
like hypnotic is like and show them is like okay and now this is what we use them for and they don't use them to like put up they sell them to what, a, yeah yeah they they in exchange they take they take they deliver these 10 christmas trees to a hotel and and so now this hotel is the only resort that can boast like for like their christmas banquets and stuff like that they're the only resort on the island that has actual christmas trees mm-hmm. and so it's a big selling point and so in exchange for these christmas trees the hotel is giving them 10 cases of soap 20 sets of sheets 15 packs of rice six sets of pots and eight dozen eggs for eggnog and so like it's a fair trade yeah like they they get all that and they get all of that it, it's horse trading is what they yeah. call it like yeah, they call it horse it's, trade. it's just a great like it's a great barter system that Andrew's able to use yeah. to get what they need for Operation Christmas Drop. And the thing is, like, she keeps bringing up, like, throughout this whole thing of, like, how and, like, her kind of irritation with him is him always knowing how to work an angle. And I'm like, but we, it's like, we never see him use his power for evil. To quote, right, Christmas, everybody's got an angle, girl. Yeah. Like, Bing Crosby will tell you, everybody's got an angle. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way it is. Absolutely. But, yeah. But, but you know, it's like, but again. It's because she's got an angle, too. She's just working a different one. Anyway. Yeah. Well, again, we, but, yeah. you know, she sure. only yeah. uses powers for an good. Yes. Yeah. He never uses powers for evil. But um, but then that night we have the the coconut Christmas ball, whatever. She comes in an address. He makes, she, a, he she makes the comment I made, which is, do you just pack that thing everywhere you go? Yeah. And then Sunshine points out, no, no, no. You're not the only one who can do horse trading. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I love I do love this moment uh-huh. where he, t- like, he just very sincerely tells her, you look beautiful. And she freezes and just like, I like you in blue. It's <laughs> just like, oh, oh, honey. <laughs> um, and then Sunshine and she are talking and we find out how much of a patron say Andrew. I literally wrote patron say Andrew, Andrew. Yeah. Because we find out he gave up his officer's quarters for a family that came in because there was no room in the family quarters. So that's why he lives in the Operation Christmas Drop House mm-hmm. is because he had given up his officer's quarters. Yeah. Um, Captain just stepped up like that. He always does. And and I appreciate knowing that about him, but this dude has no flaws. Yeah. And that is a little bit of a problem it's, in but this see, movie that's for the thing. me. Is like, that's the thing is that what this movie did is because, again, it's his story, but it's being told from her perspective. They make him seem... Like they make, they're trying to make him out to be the bad guy, like from her perspective. Yeah. And then they overcorrect. Yeah. And they make him a patron saint. Yeah. And so they're like, nobody is one or the other. Like there's middle ground. Which I figured out how this would work. Oh my God. I just fixed the movie. (laughs) I just fixed the movie. So at the beginning, instead of showing anything with him before she gets there, Mm -hmm. because that's, I think where some of the mistake gets made is we see he's a good boy before she ever gets there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and she tries to make him out to be the villain. Have her. Let's see her waiting at the airport for two hours for him to get there. Yeah. Like, let's see that happen. And then when he gets there, he's a cocky flyboy. Like that. That yes. would have made us. That would have. That would have fixed the movie, Kia. It's one scene. Sorry. No. <laughs> I just fixed the movie. Made me happy. Anyway. So yeah, he. All that kind of stuff. Um. That then we you know they, they start dancing because uh, Sunshine goes and plays the violin. Mm-hmm. And sings, and so they start dancing. And check, by the way, if you're looking for your homework checklist, there is a check. Uh, interrupted <laughs> kiss immediately after. There is no. You just sorry talking about having a checklist. You just made me think about the next movie that we're covering. <laughs> <laughs> it also covers a lot of checklists, but it does it really well. But 
it does it on purpose. It does. Uh, um, but yeah, so at the, we have the almost kiss that gets interrupted by, I kept calling him Lucas because I forgot his name was Joker. Um, but yeah, the, the, the friend, one of the, one of the other airmen interrupts their, their kiss because it, and I'm sorry, that boy knew what he was doing. Like if you watch, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we're doing this thing over here. That has nothing to do with you right now. Oh, it was a fully intentional cock. Like he was like, ha ha, you won't help me with sunshine. I won't help you with this. Okay, there there is a moment like while like while they're dancing, it's like and they're talking about you know this whole just like mm-hmm. you know oh well what is it that makes you want to help people and he's all you know oh well you know my family we had we had some tough winters and like neighbors came together and helped us and like, yeah they still have the farm and all this and and um and and she's and she says which of course we knew this line was coming she says you know sometimes i wonder if i've drifted too far from the real reason i got into politics in the first place yep you have move on and he tells her like you know yesterday i saw you give everything you had in your purse to a little girl you barely knew you're here you're helping and she goes you know i he says, you know like i misjudged you um it's like i thought you were this self-centered egotist like wheeling and dealing for your own good and he and then she just kind of stops he's like and waiting still waiting still waiting i don't know why but like that made me laugh he was so dang charming in this like i did not anticipate him being as charming as he was yeah and it didn't wear off and it didn't feel like the sheen was being like yeah like the sheen had come off you know what i mean like it was it it, he he was still nice and shiny and and nice by the end it never felt Um, like an act but yeah their their near kiss is interrupted yeah and so you find out she's missed three calls from dc and we find out the fundraisers numbers are double what they were last year but it's still not enough for generators and so erica wheels and deals in wheels wheels and deals the mayor um by basically like it's like telling him like oh yeah like we're giving you know breaks for like people who congress is getting ready to pass them congress is getting ready yeah insider trading that's fine (laughs) well it's It's, it's not it's it's not really inside trading it was just well it's it's never specified like exactly what but just that but that you know they're looking to give break for like people who invest in like alternate sources of energy yeah and and so she sets him she sets up the mayor with brother bruce and Um, and he ends up donating Oh, she tells it's like it's washington's initiatives yeah into encouraging businesses to switch to renewable resources that's what and so because of that he ends up donating some some renewable solar panels to the the people of the island yeah. Cool. So now yeah, instead of great. a generator, they're getting their solar panels. So they should be able to get internet back up and running, which means the kids can get back yeah. in school. But now, wrinkle. We have a Category 4 typhoon on the way, kids. Okay, you ready for Michelle's, <laughs> ready for Michelle's other anger moment in this movie sure. that led to me yelling at the screen? Why the hell is she in that meeting? I know. So they're like, oh, he needs to see us. And you know, the general needs to see us. And so for some reason... Boy, boy tells girl to tag along. Al- uh, not Alex. Uh, what is his name again? Andrew. Andrew. His real name is Alex. So I keep messing that up. But yeah, Andrew tells Erica to tag along. For like, he just like, come on. And then okay. we're, there this, is like a an actual like. This scene had had another line that made me want to like drop kick my television. Oh which yes. Is, which is there basically what it is is that there's a category typhoon that is going to make landfall in two days. They can't risk anything going off the base, and so the drop can't happen on schedule, and so it may be after Christmas before anything can get back up in the air. And so Erica wants to go like, okay, let's go now, 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 now before the storm, but 
the farthest island out is going to be a 22-hour round trip. Yeah. It's not something that they can do and, like, get back before this thing hits. And he's not risking his people because he's a good damn general. Sorry. Yeah. Because she's, like, stands up in the middle of this meeting and interrupts. Yeah. But the, um, (sighs) you know, but, you know, Andrew's plan is, you know, because Andrew is, the like, the mission commander okay well the plan is it's like we're just going to keep sorting and packing these boxes and then just have everything to you know ready to go and, and then eric has something like well and hope for a christmas miracle and i'm like i'm gonna punch you in the dick no no no. i have in all capital letters gag me with a spoon mrs henderson mm-hmm. like josh heard me and came out because i was like so annoyed oh, with yeah. that whole moment she interrupts the general and and his wife as they're giving the you know uh debrief they're giving the briefing and explaining everything. And mm-hmm. she interrupts the middle of the meeting. Not okay. Just number one, not okay. You don't mm-hmm. do that. And then you tell the general what he can and can't do. Who are you? Get out of the meeting. You don't belong here. Sorry. I'm back. I'm in, I'm back in my happy place. But that, like, that and then the line. Mm-hmm. All of that top with that hope for a Christmas miracle line enraged I, me in some literally. ways. Literally. I would have been fine with all of the other dumb shit had it not been for that line. And it just pissed me off. I just, it felt to me, it felt, she felt so wrong and out of she place was, in, that, in that meeting. But again, but they don't act like it, like, but it feels like it. I know. But again, Michelle, I know. I this know. is the, their story told from her perspective. She has to be in the meeting. But or see, we don't know. What's I happening. wish she hadn't been in the meeting and Andrew had gotten that line. Yeah. Like let's let then Andrew would, be the one to stand sense. up for anything. It would, it would make sense, but no, we have no. to have, we have to see that this is her. She is now fully turned. Or even from... have him come out of the meeting and deliver the news to her. I just wish she wasn't in the meeting because she didn't belong there and she doesn't okay. understand okay, how okay, things okay. work. And it pissed no. me off, guys. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Pedantic minutia. Yes. <laughs> You're on board. Anyway. I also yell, I also have all uncaps. Yes, they should go do the 22-hour flight when it's unsafe, you stupid person. Like, she clearly didn't seem to no, understand okay. Again. that, like, this is not a safe thing. Like, that, they're not Again, just, like, being jerks Michelle, and saying we shouldn't do it. I, I, know. I know. No, no, no. Again, we're coming back to tropes. She yeah. is, she's the, she's the high-class city lady who has come in to tell all the hicks what they're doing wrong. That's fair. So now, obviously, she's been here for three days. She knows how to run the She space, knows military protocol yeah, and what's safe she, and unsafe for planes. Exactly. Ugh. That, I'm that's, telling, that's where my, like, that was why I just got a little, a little, I'm back now. I'm good. So then they go back and they're still packing. Like I said, they're hoping for that Christmas miracle. And they're packing. And the congresswoman shows up because, once again, she well, didn't answer her phone. That is her fault. She it is all her fault. <laughs> Sorry, you guys keep I've doing fingers. Michelle was doing finger guns, and I'm about finger to pointing because it. it is all her own fault that she didn't know the congressman was coming. She had five missed calls from Sally, and she didn't want to call them back because she knew her butt was in trouble because mm-hmm. she still hasn't sent the dang report yeah. she was supposed to send like, yes. days ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, stupid. <laughs> stupid. Anyway, the congresswoman shows up. Congresswoman Bradford shows up and is pissed. They're still doing the drop. Yes. Andrew tries to take the blame and it, like, you know, like tries, tries to throw himself under the bus for Erica. And then we have, um, it, but the, yeah. again, explaining, you know, tell, like trying to like explain the whole breakdown, like it's donations and it provides resources and blah, 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 blah. And it helps, you know, resources for people over thousands of square miles, people who don't vote in my district. And how is this benefiting the Americans? And so again, like he's trying to explain. He explains it helps the morale of the base. So that's how and, it benefits Americans. 
you know, um, he's trying to explain, you know, this base's mission is to provide a U.S.-based warfighting platform as well as rapid response humanitarian relief programs worldwide. And that's the moment I go, so why are we even talking about closing the base? Like, if that isn't their mission statement, yeah, then why? I don't get the problem. Like, I'm, I'm very confused. Again, yeah, it's it's completely dumb. Yeah. So, also, once again, I wrote the, it's stupid to think they could discontinue this in the middle of, of what they're doing. You would do it for the next year. But, because um, too many things are already in place. But, yeah. So, then he's, you know, he's drowning his sorrows in a cranberry soda. Mm-hmm. I almost kicked something. I was like, yeah, an off-duty airman in a bar is having a cranberry soda. I buy that. <laughs> Not so much. Um, but he has to be because he's got to fly the next day. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know that yet. But Erica also has her, um, I didn't even write any of this because I was so, like, bored. Her come to Jesus meeting, I'm going to call it, which mm-hmm. she talks to Sally and Sally's like, well, you're really giving up? You've never given up before, Erica. Okay. Yeah, like I've, I've got some of the, it's, yeah. that this, Erica points out that this is the first Christmas that she's enjoyed for a while and that there's something about it that it reminds her of how Christmas used to feel. This is the part and, where I, I didn't like her line reading. I, the line was okay. Yeah. I just wish they hadn't, like, trailed it the way they did. Yeah. No, I get it. Because it didn't – we don't really know how her Christmas used to be except for they used to be happy. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about her past. Oh, I know. So I just didn't I, – I didn't dig on that line and I didn't like her – dig on that line listen to me God, who did i just become but i didn't like that line and i and the way she the way they they played it there was like this weird pause mm-hmm. and it could have been an editing thing but like it was the way that there was a pause between it just feels like what christmas used to feel like like well, I and the thing why. is is like she's looking at the starfish that the yeah. little girl on the island gave her but i think if and it's i think if the space had been like not there Mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed, I would have thought it was a better one. Yeah. I don't know why. There was something about that reading that just really like twigged me, like as weird, like a like just a like maybe it wasn't pretty to my ear. I'm not sure. It was just a weird, it, like super weird nitpick. I, I, I with all the other things in this movie, that's the nitpick I'm landing on. But it was just well, a okay. super weird. But this like, is the other thing. It's like, it, and it could have been editing. Okay, for sure. What it? This is what it is about this about this scene. Is like she's having this moment. It's like she's talking to Sal over Zoom, Skype, whatever, mm-hmm. like FaceTime, and. She, but she's talking, like she's saying all of this stuff while she's looking at the tree. The thing is, it's you get like you barely any of the tree, yeah, because it's made to like the way that it's framed is because we still have to have her and Sally in the shot, yeah. So we don't get enough of the tree, and so it's framed to where it's looking like she's like like having this epiphany. About the starfish. Yeah, and that's not what the yeah. And that's that's not what this that's is fair. at all. That's because fair. yeah, because from there she goes to find Andrew, and which she, she tells, runs in a white shirt in the rain. That was a weird. Why did we do that? But anyway, <laughs> um, but she and yeah, so, Andrew. Yeah, so then she goes to Andrew and she tells him the weather doesn't have to ground you. She goes, I just saw a Christmas tree that made its way from Oregon to San Diego to Saipan to my living room in Guam, where there's a will, there's a way, especially at Christmas. And, and he, you know, he tells her, like, well, it's a lost cause. The general is grounded all transport. And so that's when she tells him, like, she talked to the guys in the tower and they have the typhoon's breaking up. The typhoon is breaking up. It is downgrading. And so now, Andrew, mission commander, it's up to you whether they take off. And or because she says whether we take off. And you're like, well, we? And that's when they like, okay, come on, like we're doing this. Yeah, and so but she now, puts on an Air Force jumpsuit and starts helping load the planes. Yeah, perfectly tailored, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's sorry, that's an issue that I have. Oh, I'm with you. Um, with costuming, 
but but again but no when you're talking about like the the ineffectiveness of that line and how it like landed yeah. wrong that's why it's because she's having this realization about the tree but the way that it's framed, framed you it don't looks like the the yeah it looks like the you're focal, correct. It, you're look, correct. it looks like the, because it's now a, that you say that my, yes. my brain is twigging like yes that's because what it was. because yeah because i did that too and it wasn't until i was looking at my notes that i was like okay the next thing we're is we're talking yeah. about the christmas trees that's why it's because the the big blue starfish that is, makes the, sense. is is the focal point of the frame and there's none of the christmas tree and so that makes more sense. Yes, that makes more sense now. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for fixing the, the, the line that for some reason bothered me for no good reason. Well, it's it's not even fixing it. It's just But for and, making me like my brain yeah, fixed. Well, it no, it, like I said, it's 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 not about fixing it. It was just it was in that moment of real like the problem, it wasn't the editing, it yeah. wasn't the line delivery, it was with the problem was with the yeah. framing. I knew there was a problem, my brain couldn't place the problem. Mm -hmm. So you've helped me figure out the problem, which <laughs> fixed it in my brain. But anyway, so yeah. Anyway, we the next she's day. She's helping load it, load okay. stuff. I'm just trying to like yeah. breeze yeah. through this because yeah, yeah. I know we are spending a lot of time on this uh, movie. They that make it doesn't the Grinch need. Congresswoman's heart grow. That's the next thing I have. Yes, <laughs> they. Um, yeah, they like the all systems are go. The, the congresswoman crashes the party. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Blaine, whatever her name yeah, was, Blaine, yeah. gets gets the congresswoman to fly with her. Erica flies with Andrew. Um, the worst line in the movie happens. Uh huh. Because like, they're, sure they're flying up huh? over the. The thing is, she's like, sure, it's beautiful. And he does the whole look at her and go, like, sure. I'm not going to lie. I'm a sucker for that shit. I'm a sucker for that line most of the time. Mm -hmm. In this instance, you're flying a damn okay. plane. Keep your eyes but on no. the sky. No, but okay. Here's the thing. That, again, he has a co-pilot. Yeah, fine. yeah. Which um, I was impressed that we got to see him fly because I did not anticipate that. Yes. I figured no, the drop would just happen. What I love is that it's this, it's, it's this dumb, ridiculous line that we knew was going to come. Yeah. But <laughs> the way that, like, they twist out of it is the she's looking out she's looking out through through the windscreen is like sure it's beautiful huh and he's looking at her and says i know what you mean yeah and that's when she kind of side eyes him is like shouldn't you be keeping your eyes on the road captain yeah. and he's like oh sorry momentarily distracted yeah i don't but it just i don't know like i just it, uh, like again like i was fine with it yeah. because they like they subverted it just a little bit. It wasn't the full on dumbass like saccharine That's that fair. we got in falling in love. That's fair. Um, so I but anyway, then she we helps get... with the drop. She gets told to hold on and immediately lets go, which made me laugh. I mean, I get that's fine because she was helping push stuff out the window. Yes. That's the thing. I was like, in a in a different movie, she goes out with it. I'm just saying, in a different she's, movie, she's she got to ride the parachute. No, I know. She she. Well, what's she... her name? Said hold on. Um, Sunshine said hold on. That, and then she immediately let go. It just, but again, yeah. she, you like you she's see, yes, you she's see yes. her clip, yeah. And then so yeah, they push, they, they the, push everything out. It goes well. The the cargo um, drop is one hundred percent successful. Um, then she's talking yeah. to the congresswoman. Like my task here was to find inefficiencies. The problem is there just aren't enough to justify shutting down this base. And this like the congresswoman heart grows three sizes that day. Um, Thanks for reminding me of why I got into this in the first place. Exactly. And and in that speech where she's saying there's not enough inefficiencies, she also, Eric also brings up the fact that it's of strategic military importance, which is once again when I wrote, why was this ever on a short list when it's, when it's military yeah. important? Like there's, it was never going to make it through. Like there's yeah, no again, way. This is the problem with setting a love story in like into a historical event yeah. because there's absolutely no way that this particular base is ever going to be shut down for inefficiencies because it is absolutely important to like military, like American military, military strategy. Yeah. Like you have to have this base. Yeah. You, like <laughs> it you was just, have to. Yeah. It was such a weird and thing. And so like, we're going to like 
oh, no, we're threatening to shut it down and there's going to be a love... Like, no, it's fucking dumb. Like, absolutely yeah. not. She also gets to keep her job and is getting the... It, it sounds it's like she is the getting promotion. the chief of staff job. Um, and then she surprises Andrew at the very end. They go from... They, once again, do a weird cut. Like, we go from <laughs> from daylight... Yes. Like, I thought the kiss was going to happen here and Me it was going to end. I was like, thank God. No. Now, all of a sudden, it's night again. Why didn't she fly out with the congresswoman? Um, but it's night again. And they well, are the congresswoman was going was to Singapore. That's right. Yeah, the congresswoman was going but to Singapore. She should have, could have, anyway. So the, it's night again, and they're walking down the street, and she tells him that his parent or his family is waiting 80 yards away at the general's house for Christmas. She has flown his family in using some favors that she has because she's learned yeah, from a, him. Yeah, a TV news crew was already flying in to cover the drop, and a reporter owed her a favor. Yeah. So kiss. Um, movie's over. So, do they stay together? Hell no! no. <laughs> like, they will always have a fond place for each other in their heart, but no, they don't stay together, kids. No. He's going to go back to Wisconsin, she's going to go back to D.C., and probably forget all of the lessons she just learned. But it's nice for a Christmas movie. Yeah. She'll learn to work angles better. <laughs> <laughs> because like that episode of Leverage, I'll trade you the corn subsidies. For the- yeah, oh, ab- oh my god. That, um, that's a Christmas movie that I want to see. Yeah, man. Oh. But give it a, yeah. give it like another year. We may have one. We may have a Christmas episode. Um, yay. But anyway, so what do you rate this? I, I'm giving it a two and a half. I gave it a three, but only because like it's not objectionable. It's a it's a Hallmark Christmas movie on Netflix. Like if you like Hallmark Christmas movies, it's going to be your bag. If you get tired of them, it's not like it's not going to be your jam. Like this yeah. is a very much like, what are you <laughs> in the mood for? And I think I was very much not in the mood for it, but I understood the importance yeah. of it. <laughs> if that makes sense. This, and again, like, cause this, this kind of happened with like, with falling in love mm-hmm. of like, cause like there were so many things about that movie that enraged you. I just don't like that movie straight up. I still I know. don't like and it. For me, for me, literally, I saw Mar Vista come up and I went, Oh, I know exactly what this movie is. Yeah. And I and think I that's ro- why I immediately hated it. And I rolled with it. Yeah, I was like, fair. okay, fine. Like I knew what I was expecting. And with yeah. this movie, like, okay, all of this stuff that we've been talking about. And I was saying about like, like I was talking about with, with the tropes and how, yeah. like, all these things. This is literally just shit that popped into my head while we've been talking. <laughs> yeah. Because there is such a specific formula to mm-hmm. all of these kind of movies. And sure. when you've been watching them on Hallmark for 35 fucking years, yeah. you don't have to think about it. Sure. And so it's not until, like, we started having this discussion that I realized, like, oh, yeah, like, this is the problem with it, whatever. And why... Yeah. This type of it doesn't. This type of movie does not hold up to scrutiny because it is not a movie that is like it's it's. Uh, yeah, you know, it's not un- made to hold up scrutiny. Yeah. Well, it's uh, you know unlike they're talking about on the base how you know like so, like talking the at the lieutenant colonel you know talking about how you know oh their home is beautiful and she's like, yeah well we've had to do some work she's like these places were built to withstand a hurricane not so much yeah or built with a typhoon not so much you know like to be homey yeah whatever that's what these movies. They're they're meant to be feel good. They are yeah. they are pop like they are popcorn. They are cotton candy. There is nothing structurally in like yeah. There's no structural integrity to these things whatsoever. They are the like thinnest of tissue paper. Yeah. Like they are not meant to stand up to like like withstand any level of scrutiny. And so if you like you turn that on, knowing that sure like it it's absolutely like an enjoyable movie. And again like I like the chemistry was fine. I like Cat Graham and the guy. His uh, name, Alexander. I don't know. Um, literally, Cat Graham and Virginia Madsen. They're the only people yeah. whose names I bothered with. Um, 
And I'm like, I thought like the acting was fine. Yeah. For, like for the most, with the exception of like a couple of lines that we discussed. Yeah. It was what better than Hallmark acting. It was, normally. it was, yeah. it was much better than Hallmark acting. I will like the biggest sin that this movie commits that I cannot fucking forgive it for is that goddamn gecko. Yeah. Cause we didn't mention, but the gecko gets, she says goodbye to the gecko in her come to Jesus scene. That's what I call it. Yeah. In her come to Christmas scene. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Jesus and Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of works. It, it's, <laughs> it works. It's all connected. Yep. But anyway, I mean, yeah, it's like, absolutely. They don't stay together because why would they? Yeah. They, um, they can ships that pass in the night. Yeah. Sorry. My, I don't know. Like, I was going to, like, make some kind of joke and I realized, wait, no, you don't have anything, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry. It's been a long week, guys. It, yeah. Um, but yeah, like they, they don't stay together and it's, it's the kind of movie it's not going to like it, turn it on in the background while you're cooking Christmas dinner. Yeah, sure. Like if, if Hallmark, if Hallmark sell movies are your thing, yeah. sure. Absolutely. This is fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, it's not Citizen Kane. Yeah. No. Then again, I'm not a huge fan of that movie. So Accurate. we say that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> not really. I, I say it cause it, I'm like, Oh, that's the one that like every dude bro holds up is like the pin of like the the, cinephile. The, yeah, yeah. The, the pinnacle of, of cinema. Um, but anyway, I, I have nothing else to add. Do you? Nope. Okay. So that's going to get it for this episode of couch buddies. As always, we thank you so very much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com.